Cotney Attorneys and Consultants is dedicated to helping the construction industry with legal, business, and safety challenges. Welcome to this week's episode of Law and Mortar with John Kenny and Trent Cotney. Hey, this is Trent Cotney, CEO of Cotney Attorneys and Consultants, and I'd like to welcome everyone again to another episode of Law and Mortar. Uh, as always, we have John Kenny. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's good to see you again. Glad to be here. Hope everyone's having a Great end of the week out there. Yep, been been a very busy week. A lot of stuff has happened this week. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, that I, I really enjoyed that, that you did this week was your presentation for RT3, the Roofing Technology Think Tank. And for those of you that are not aware of what that is, uh, it is a group that is dedicated to uh, looking at the technology that is part of our industry and figuring out, you know, you know, how do we better implement that? How do we, uh, you know, uh, encompass more elements of that so that we're at the forefront of the technology rather than, you know, waiting for an outside disruptor to, to do something. So, you know, John, what were, what were your thoughts on the presentation and, uh, you know, how do you think it went? No, I, I thought it went, uh, went really well. Um, very receptive audience. Um, they were very, uh, very participating into the whole presentation. A lot of good questions. Um, I've received a lot of messages afterwards asking some further questions on things. So, again, it's a great group, uh, always trying to stay ahead of what's going on in the industry, technology-wise, you know, uh, not, not just technology, but developments that technology brings into our industry. So, you know, and, and I think our we fit in really well with our presentation covering the solutions that we here are working on with uh, technology smart sheets and, and, you know, our different things. And, or estimating training, we, we got to talk about that. That that was a big hit for sure. I've had a dozen inquiries alone out of just that one call. So that I mean that one presentation on the, yesterday. So that was pretty darn good. Yeah, it, uh, I enjoyed it just as a bystander. But um, you know, one of the things I, I think I should also mention is that we got a big webinar coming up this week. Um, yeah, a real good one. Yeah, we got a ton of people signed up. Uh, I haven't looked at the latest numbers, but a few days ago, we were over 100 already. So it is on uh, expert tips for contract negotiation. And just to kind of set the stage of what this is going to be, uh, you, you, I'm letting out all the stops on this one. There's no holding back. This is every trick of the trade the, you know, that, that you can use to uh, get ahead in contract negotiations. And John, what, what I'm really excited about is that we've got our own Lee Lipniscus uh, moderating this for us. And, uh, you know, she's done a great job in the past. So, you know, I, I really think she's going to be, uh, um, you know, be able to handle us and ask a lot of great questions. <laughs> Sometimes we're a lot to handle. <laughs> so I want to kind of turn now to something that you and I are both very passionate about, and that is uh, craftsmanship. You know, one of the things that that I've always really enjoyed about roofing was the specialty aspects of it. You know, the, the copper work and the slate work and the, you know, the, the other stuff that you don't see as often. It's not a commodity, you know. And um, I know that you've been very instrumental, obviously, with our work with the International Federation for Roofing Trades. Uh, it's really given us access to a whole different way of thinking, you know, and it, it's very refreshing you know, our friends over there, Pascal and Graham and everyone else, it's, it's been um, a great opportunity for us to see that side of it. So 
you know, what do you think the difference is between sort of the, the U.S. mindset of roofing and kind of what, what we are seeing over in Europe and other places? Well, you know, that's a great question. And um, I, I think it goes back to you. First of all, you got to be honest with yourself if you're in the industry. Um, I've been in this, like I said, third generation. So my father roofed, my grandfather roofed, and probably his grandfather before him roofed, which we just don't know. But what I mean by that is I think here in the U.S., we've gotten more into we got to get the job done. Um, we've got away from uh, and again, it's not so much I, I want to clarify. That. It's not that we don't have craftsmen or don't believe in it. Our building style and our open warehousing and the large facilities that are built in the wide areas that we have across the country have led to us being more production based roofing society than we are probably uh, difficult uh, craftsman factor. That, that's the best. I don't want to say quality. You can have quality no matter what type of roof. We're over in Europe. You know, land is land. There's, you know, they, that's been a continent that's been inhabited for a lot longer than our continent for sure. So I think the spaces are different. You see a lot more, even in commercial, you see a lot of steep slope roofing over there and the materials are old world type um, with slate and uh, metal craftsmanship and those. So I, I think that's the biggest difference. And also too, they still in the European air, uh, nations uh, have really deep rooted apprenticeship type programs. It, it is a passed down generational type trade um, that you see, you don't see that as much, at least I don't see that as much here in the US. I'm not saying you don't have a pass down, but we don't have any kind of national apprentice program. We don't have those things where you go to school to learn how to put the slate on and you know all of that stuff. I'm not saying there's not training out there, but nothing like that. So in a nutshell, not hurting anyone's feelings in the industry because I've been in a long time too. I think that is really the biggest difference. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. I, I, I look, there's there's plenty of, of you know um, contractors that we work with that are absolute artists at what they do, right? Absolutely. It, just because it is a TPO roof or a shingle roof, it, there may be an artistic element to it based on the the type of build that you got to do, right? It's not. Not to say that it, it can't be that, um, but you know it is. It's it's very refreshing, I guess, to talk to so many people that are really trying to keep the old way of, of doing things. You know, and not just slate, not just copper. You know, I've I've told you how much I like zinc zinc roofing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of really really <clears throat> interesting things there, and obviously we're both you know into history and and roofing history in particular. When you look back at that kind of stuff, that's that's the origins, you know. That's where a lot of the stuff came from, the thatch roofing, some of the other stuff that's out there. Um, so definitely something that that uh, I think is worth preserving and uh, worth continuing. I think there will always be a need for a, a specialty type roof system like that, where you really want to add that extra touch to the how the outside. Sure. Works. Well, another example to jump on it, Trent. I mean, before we go to the next thing. England, you know, Great Britain area, huge in lead roofing. Lead is still a huge, large roofing aspect over there. Restoration, soldering of it. You're not going to find that here, right? You may have, and if anybody's listening, if that's your specialty, that's great. But I mean, you're like a such a small little piece of the overall industry. We're over there, it's fairly large. It's large enough to be, you know, part of their economy. So those are the things that are different. That, that, and I agree with you there 100%.
And you're right, we represent such a wide variety here. And we do have those specialty sleep people that we know and specialty metal. They're here. It's just a different, it's just a different culture. That's really about where I can put it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, you know, uh going to social media and looking at Instagram or Facebook of of some of these posts of, you know, doesn't matter whether it's it's metalwork or it's slate or it's, you know. Uh, any of that kind of stuff, copper, it, it's all just, to me, it's art. That's what it, it's, it's amazing to look at and uh, really, really enjoy it. So along those lines, I understand that, um, you know, obviously we've got Law and Order. It's been a great podcast for us and we'll continue that. But my understanding is you've got something in the works, something that's going to focus on some craftsmanship. Why don't you talk to the audience about that? We do. Very interesting. Um, we have a a partner over in uh, England, Great Britain, uh, roof mapping. Uh, the gentleman does this, uh, what, what he does, he, he posts pictures of craftsman type roofs in that. And he also works in the roofing industry. So they're coming on board with us. And what we're doing is we've put this uh, international podcast together that we'll be launching here shortly. And it is going to spotlight, you know, the industry craftsmen from around the world. So this is going to be a chance to get the, the like we just talked about, you know, that uh, professional slater, that lead person and the metal and the zinc and over here in the U.S., you know, the ones are here. So we're going to bring that international aspect of spotlighting the trade, you know, getting that out there, showing the craftsmanship that's going on around the world and how it you'll get a chance to listen to learn how things are being done different from country to country. Um, I think you'll find out that this is a very small, large industry, and there's certain things that unite us. Even if there's a language barrier between countries, you'll find out that that roofing is that bonding agent that brings it all together. So that's what we're looking at, at bringing that out into the industry. Yeah, and I, I can echo that. You know, it doesn't matter where we go, who we talk to, roofing is roofing. It, it, there's a, a tie that binds you regardless of whether you're in the U.S., Canada, U.K., Germany, doesn't matter where you are, right? So, um, you know, along those lines, I don't want to forget about tile either. You know, even here in the, I've seen, you know, uh, some incredible uh, craftsmanship when it comes to using tile, especially in, in complicated valleys. Wood shake as well, throw that in there with the thatch. That's an art as well too, which, yeah. you know, proper wood shakeage. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, one of the things I think is worth mentioning is, you know, we're constantly looking for talent to add on. You know, we we have so many different facets to our business from legal to the operations and consulting side to safety to you name it. And, you know, I'm really pleased to announce the formal announcement won't go out for a little bit, but pleased to announce that we're going to be working with Kevin Yarborough. And for those of you that don't know who Kevin Yarborough is, Kevin is well known in the safety space. He is, uh, he has been an assistant area director for the uh, uh, one of the Florida um, OSHA offices here. Uh, he's got decades worth of experience in safety, and we uh, we've all, I've always enjoyed working with him. He's a national speaker. I believe he spoke at Best of Success several times. Mm -hmm. So really looking forward to having Kevin on. He's going to assist us with training. Uh, assist us with our OSHA defense and also help educate. You know, I, I wanted to bring him on to help teach some of our younger lawyers and, you know, younger consultants about uh, safety and navigating the issues, understanding the talking points, that kind of stuff. So 
always looking to add on good talent. And, you know, Kevin is a great example of that. Really looking forward to it. No, it was a, a great addition. Um, it's going to bring a whole new aspect to our, you know, our risk management analysis and just take us to that next level and continue to put the service out there for the uh, industry and what, um, what, what's needed. It's, de it's desperately needed to get that out there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think, you know, for those of you that are listening out there, you know, keep us in mind, if you've got somebody that, you know, that, that fits the mold, um, we're always looking, we're always interested, we're always hiring. Um, and that's, that's something that, you know, I want to keep, um, I had an interesting conversation recently uh, with uh, some people with National Women in Roofing, and it was about, you know, why I belong to that group, why do I participate? And part of the reason is, is that, you know, I believe strongly in, in getting access to other ideas, you know, getting other people to bring something to the table that goes beyond sort of what your thought process is. So, um, I think bringing on somebody like Kevin, bringing on, you know, these other people that we brought on here recently, it, it really just adds to our overall mix and really excited about it. I know, you, you know, John, you've added a lot of talent and consulting as well. Yeah, it's all, we're, like, like you said, we're always looking to add on the next person that can bring, you know, expand on what we do to get out there to be that, you know, that one I don't want to use the word one stop, but really that one, it is one stop. And so you know that whatever your issue is, there's we've got a solution to help get you through it. So, John, we've talked about a lot of things. And as everybody knows, we always end with a question. So I want to read today's question for you. And, John, I think this one is going to be directed at you. I mean, I can give my two cents, but this is definitely <laughs> a you question. So this is from Jeremy and Jeremy wants to know if he goes out to a residential roofing project and they have asked him to keep the existing gutters in place. Okay, uh, obviously the gutters have to be removed, I would assume to do some of the roofing work. What kind of liability and what kind of issues does he have there if they don't want to replace the gutters and they want to use the existing gutters that are on there? And I'm assuming based on the question, we're talking about a, a you know, single family residence. Yeah, and you're probably talking about a standard K gutter, and uh, which is usually you know the most common that's on there. We'll 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 make that assumption at least from this question. So that being said, there's a couple things you can do if it can be you know spike and furrow it, however it's put on. If you can remove it, and it is aluminum, and you're not going to damage it, and you can put it back without it, you probably your liability is at a minimum. You just have to make sure you do all your joints correctly. And, Anything you take apart has to go back according to the newest section of code that, you know, in the area you're working in. So, for example, if it was spiked at three foot and code requires 18 inches, to, you know, I'm just using an example because depending on where you're at, then you got to go back with new because you're still going to fall under that. What you need to think from more of a business standpoint, how much is that worth it for you to do? There may be more labor and more other things involved in parts and pieces than to just remove it and put a new gutter up to begin with. So you got to look at it from both. I think from liability side, speaking as non-attorney, you're probably, as long as it's decent and good, you know, what I mean by decent, it's in good shape, you probably could do it, but you got to look at it from a business standpoint. Sometimes it's cheaper to remove and replace than it is to try to remove and reinstall, if that may, you know, makes sense. Yeah. From, from a legal perspective, anytime I see leave existing dot, 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 I always get worried, especially when you start talking about gutters or, um, 
drains, pipes, you know, any of that kind of stuff. If you're, it, I can't tell you how many legal issues we've had because the drainage wasn't sufficient to hold the new roof system, right? Um, so anything that you've got like that, anytime that you're using existing, you just want to make sure that it, it can conform to whatever the new system is that you're putting on. Um, otherwise, it's exactly like what John said. Uh, but, you know, it's always better. It's always better to, to if you're going to own it, own it. Right. In other words, if, if you got to touch it and put it back anyway, I would much rather just put new stuff on and, and yep. charge them for it. Is Jeremy last his question, Trent? Yep. Mm -hmm. So, Jeremy, I could tell you from real experience myself, I've had clients like this. I've had them tell me not to do something. And even though it may have cost me an extra couple hundred dollars, I've actually put new up anyways because it was actually easier. I didn't have to worry about the liability problems falling off. So, that's why I said there's a lot of business decision based in this too. That really means that your owner doesn't want to pay any extra for it, but sometimes it's better if you are, you know, if you do, you got to look at the, the overall cost difference. So, yep. Watch anything that deals with drainage, watch out for it. That's a great way for a water intrusion claim. So, well, John, I'm going to end it there. And as yeah. always, I want to thank our listeners. We greatly appreciate you. Uh, we are still the number one construction law podcast in the world. And we are because of listeners like you. So uh, if you ha have any questions for us, as you know, we answer one a uh, podcast. Feel free to send them to either me or John. They can, you can reach me at tcotney at cotneycl.com. John, how can they reach you? Uh, jkenny at cotneycl.com. I almost gave him your email twice. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And we will see you next week. All right. Take care now.